Well, part two, there were no wieners in it. God damn it. I'm Jackie. This movie smells like a locker room. It stinks. I'm Justin. What the fuck is Jambalaya? I'm Sam, and this is part two of Any Given Sunday on Stinker Madness. Hello, welcome to the Stinker Madness. This is a podcast about bad movies for bad movie lovers. I'm your host, Justin. I'm going slow. I've got a very odd pace to my uh, candor, I think is the word that I'm looking for right now. I don't know why, but uh, that's what I'm doing. You're uh, preparing to talk about the second half of a movie in which the second half of the movie is largely one football game that's difficult to tell what's going on. Mm-hmm. With lots of dialogue in a, at a, inappropriate times. Uh, yeah, uh, currently streaming on Netflix any given Sunday. Uh, if you missed episode one, part one of our double podcast, uh, go back and listen to that. It's well worth your time. Uh, it's a little tricky. You may not even know that it, it, it was out there because I couldn't really post it on social media because we didn't have a web link to it uh, because I didn't write a blog post for the review because I wasn't going to write the review until I watched the whole movie. So, uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Now, now, you know, now, you know, there's two episodes and you got things to do today. Like yeah. listen to Stinker Madness. Well, I was able to determine because we talked mm-hmm. last week about how he had sort of rearranged 12 minutes difference, but the running time was lower. He being Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone. According to the running time on Netflix of one hour, 50 minutes Mm -hmm. and 30 seconds. Not one hour, 50 minutes. 150 150 minutes minutes (laughs) and 30 seconds. So two hours, 30 minutes and 30 seconds. 157 was the theatric running time. Therefore, we have watched the one he re-edited to make more sense. Oh. Uh, oh. Okay. I can't tell the difference. Okay. All right. I couldn't really either. But other than, I guess, it's seven minutes shorter? Unless that shot of the the schedule with the wins marked off was like how he, he just jammed that in there so that at least I'd know. Because I'd never known where, the, where they were in the season or... Or anything like that. Every time I watch this movie, I'm like, how many games did they play? When did they lose here? What is... I kind of have a better idea because I had to pause it. I don't know if that helps make it make sense. Let me uh, let me ask you guys this because you've seen this movie more of the times than I have. Is the uh, credit sequence with the movie still going? Does that take place in the theatrical release or is the credits actually after the whole movie's over? I feel like that's the same. I feel like that's the same ending. Jackie? Yeah, I think that is the same ending from what I can remember. Okay. Um, right. It was just because I, I every time I watch this, I'm always because, you know, you forget the movie when you haven't seen it in so long. God, gladly. So gladly would I love to. And I always forget how it ends. And then when it the way that this movie ends and then you're like, OK, and then the credit sequence starts and it starts clearing up all the loose ends. Right. It's kind of like. They had to throw it together a bit to uh, make it end, but there's no way to end it. So it was like, oh, well, we'll just do this. We should yeah. table this because one of my questions at the end, 
will lead directly into how do you end fill in the blank, right? Sure. Um, I did the last episode. I kind of promised to you mo- most of the casting decisions to this boring bullshit. Mm-hmm. So we talked about the nuts and bolts of the movie last week, and this week I'll talk about the who's who and where's when of the people <laughs> in, in this movie. Originally, one Puff Daddy Sean Combs was originally slated to play Willie Beeman. Okay. Until they found out not only could he not throw a football, he could barely hold one. Mm, he was so unathletic, they just scrapped it. They're like, we can't teach this guy anything <laughs> about this game of football. He will never get it. <laughs> he is doomed to not be able to play football. I mean, like, oh the football people were like, we know football, and we know that this guy doesn't have it at all. <laughs> and so they went through a few choices, and uh, Chris Tucker said no. Okay. And they finally fell upon um, Jamie Foxx, and they're like, have you seen one of these before? And he's like, oh, yeah, I played varsity high school football. And I'm like, Thank the fucking Lord. <laughs> because in this one, and in the last one, I think you saw it a couple times, but you see... Balls that are thrown mm-hmm. and caught in one shot, and there's no mm-hmm. way to put a double in. Uh, both Dennis Quaid and Jamie Foxx have to throw very good-looking footballs in these shots if they're going to work. I don't know if maybe you weren't going to have these shots if you didn't have these two guys. I think they could just luck out with Dennis Quaid that he can throw a pretty good football. Yeah. Or he was like, Dennis Quaid was the guy the whole time because he's basically just John Elway from the 97-98 Broncos. Dennis I mean, the Quaid fucking plays in this movie. Den- the John Elway getting broken old man flipping around okay. and they put it in the movie. Okay. They used the, they went to training camp at the 98 Broncos to figure out like Al Pacino and some others went there to see w- how this team behaved. So the Sharks are very rooted heavily in the Denver Broncos. And I think Dennis Quaid's the choice is, well, this guy's John Elway, so we'll just do it. And then it turns out he can throw the football. Most things, I believe, are rooted in the Denver Broncos. The tax system, uh, lunch and dinner, they're all de- It's all Denver Broncos. Everything's Denver Broncos. You met a man at a bar that was the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was the entire Denver Broncos. It was a very strange uh, experience <laughs> meeting the entire Denver Broncos in one sitting. Yeah, I don't know if... The decisions for practice to be training camp are basically because they went to training camp. I don't think it is. I think that that's an Oliver Stone decision where he's like, if I don't do these things, the lay person won't realize it's football practice. If they don't see the sled, they'll be like, those guys aren't practicing football. Whereas if you did a NFL in-season practice, it would probably be a very foreign thing to most movie viewers and that's probably where that decision came from because it's not at all like training camp yeah mostly watching tape and uh the big white board and uh it's like a conference room it's like it's like uh top gun where they're always prepping for the mission and they're in the the briefing room and that part's really boring you don't get in the the plane to prep for the mission you get into the briefing room yeah you already did the plane stuff Seven on sevens, which is just 
running through everything that you're going to all your plays that you're planning on doing over and over again as fast as you can to get the timing right and to get a little conditioning in it. The linemen are doing a lot of footwork drills. And then you just do what, you know, run throughs where you're just running the plays, play some football against the scout team on both sides. You're just playing football mostly in practice during the season with uh, low impact so that nobody gets hurt. Yeah, just probably wouldn't work very great on screen. Although I don't think that the this worked very good on screen either. So I think it would have worked better than what happened. Yeah, okay. I was able to put together who the coaches, the opposing coaches were. This took okay. some doing. The right. cast list on this film is the longest I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the credit list in general on IMDb is the longest that I have ever seen there could be. Like Ten Commandments maybe has more people. I don't yeah. know. But this movie had so many people sifting through this was almost ridiculous. And I've forgotten three times and I wrote it at the top so I won't forget it again. That, you know, that little like there was that sweet guitar under stuff throughout the whole movie in certain sequences. And you're like, oh, this is really good guitar work. Who the fuck is this? It was Robbie Robertson from the band. So I didn't forget this time. Robbie okay. Robertson. All I right. Didn't, didn't notice so, any of it, but sure. Um. Yeah, the sound designer, the sound design team was gigantic, which you can imagine. I mean, the sound design in this is, whether you like it or not, this is hard work by the sound design unit. At one point, somebody kicks a field goal, and they have the sounds of jets playing over the field, the ball moving through the air. They did everything they could. I don't like any of it. (laughs) Whether you like it or not, it was a heavy lift. It was a heavy lift. I agree with that. Okay, so the coach for the first game, which was last week, was uh, Hall of Famer. These are pretty much all Hall of Famers, except mm-hmm. uh, Pat Tumay. Uh Hall of Four. Fame, Bob St. Clair from the 49ers, one of the okay. only football players to play all three levels of football in the same city. Mm-hmm. San Francisco High, uh, San Francisco U or something like that, like, maybe Polytechnic, they they folded football, and and so they don't have a football team anymore. But then he got drafted by the 49ers. I think he played at Tulane for a little bit, but you were going to count it because he was most of it. Almost every second was in San Francisco. And then he played 17 years for the uh, 49ers, blocked 10 field goals. 10. Okay. All right. And then went on to coach, I assume. I don't think so. Oh, then why is he a coach in the movie? Just because it's like, hey, Just because a he's, a, okay. he's a significant football guy to Oliver Stone so that we know how significant this football guy is. Okay. All right. And he's right. He was right on this one. <laughs> he's right on the second one. Second coach. It's YA Tittle. Okay. All right. I've heard of also, him. Also, there is Pat Tomei, who mm-hmm. talked last week about how Oliver Stone had written a screenplay about any given Sunday. Pat Tomei wrote the novel. Or the book. I don't know if it, I think it, I, I have no idea what there's very little press on it. So, mm-hmm. but he's written a couple one, one called crunch as well, but that he's in there and it's unclear as to whether he's a coordinator or whatever. You just kind of see these guys. I, I believe way title is playing the head coach, but it just says opposing coach in the credits. Okay. Game three was Dick Buckkiss. We all spotted Buckus. that one. That yep. one's pretty fucking easy. Game four, which is where we start this movie. I didn't get a good peek at him. I might have been writing something down. I just watched this a couple weeks ago. Don't remember seeing him. Warren Moon. Ah, yeah. Warren Moon. You're right. Warren Moon was still playing. Okay. In 96 again? Was this 96? This was shot in 98. 
Okay. All right. 99. Wow. He's on the Warren Seahawks. Was playing then? Wow. He remember he went to the 2000, he went and he was the backup at the Chiefs. No, I don't remember and any he of that. retired after that in 2000 at the age of 44. Wow, man. Okay. Yeah, that guy. So apparently Lauren Hawley, when she's yelling at Dennis Quay later, is like, you need to be more like Warren Moon, you son of a bitch. <laughs> he knows how to do it. He knows how to play well beyond his peak, but keep his, you know, great smile going. But at the same time, in Warren Moon's career, he was like, yeah, fuck it. I'm not a starter anymore, but I can I can help still, and I'm having a good time. His penis works, too, unlike somebody in this household. Yeah, he didn't have as many shots or painkillers, <laughs> maybe. And then, of course, the coup de grace of football guys you should know, apparently, according to Oliver Stone, and he's probably right on this one, too. The final coach in this movie in the game that takes up most of the second half is one Johnny Unitas. Ah, Johnny U, sure. Okay. Johnny U. Cool, cool. I think Johnny U's kid gets to be a football player extra. Um, Oliver Stone's kid uh, is, I think, one of the kids that's either in the monkey mask or not, fighting the ape thing in the crowd. Uh, yeah, you remember yeah. that? Okay, yep. I think that's one of his kids. He's an extra in the audience, and I'm figuring, why put him anywhere else? Let let, let your kid, let, let your boy ham it up with the yeah. ape suit or, or slap the ape suit or whichever one. Okay. What else you got? Uh, this guy is relevant only because his name. The Because <laughs> the credits, if you don't have a line, you're not really getting even a position. It's just additional football player. There's so many credits as additional football player. Mm -hmm. um, he has a line and he gets some screen time significantly. So the Dallas quarterback or the Texas Crusaders quarterback in real life, or his screen name anyway, is Rick Johnson. Rick Johnson. Dick Johnson, penis man. <laughs> yep. Dick Johnson, penis man, is back. All right. And that is his only relevance. His connection to Dick Johnson, penis guy. Also appearing in the film, Terrell Owens catches two fucking touchdown passes. Still okay. missed it. Yeah. Uh, Irving Fryer was in. Didn't spot him. Didn't spot him. Ricky Waters didn't spot him. Yep. Joe Schmidt didn't spot him. Nope. Did spot Barry Switzer because we'll talk about that when we get to it because it's a bit of a dysfunctional commentary on this last <laughs> football game that we're watching. <laughs> so Switzer was hard not to spot. And Emmett Smith was in it. I didn't. I didn't huh. spot him either. Okay. Wow. I, I didn't. Yeah. When I was saying additional football players in the credits, for whatever reason. Maybe it's because the two tight end set was really big right around here. This is when the, the two tight end set really started to get big. Uh, there's three guys credited as tight ends. So uh, Ollie knew that he needed at least three tight ends to make this movie. <laughs> and I don't know why they get to be tight ends. And nobody else that doesn't right. have a line doesn't get a character name or like the uh, one of the centers because he says something He and he's at center is credited as that, but everybody else's additional football player other than the tight ends. <laughs> Let's hear it for the tight ends. Men of honor. Ah, <laughs> oh, we talked about her briefly because she was yelling at Dennis Quaid. What happened to Lauren Holly? Uh, she wasn't any good to begin with. She's pretty hot, though. No, well, sure, she's but, not. Uh, 
Okay, well, we've not got here. not here. Jury's here. out. Jury's out. Um, well, I'll tell you what <laughs> I thought you would care. <laughs> Apparently, you don't. Well, I'll tell you anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. She married an investment banker and moved to Canada. Can oh, he, wasn't she Canadian to begin with? Nope. Huh. She just decided to become Canadian. They adopted three children. They have recently di- or since divorced, but she still lives in Canada with her three children and does Canadian films, just takes roles periodically. Um, okay. Yeah. She, I, she I've had it with the business, I'm thinking. Yeah, probably. Uh, and she married, she was married to Carrie for a year and she was married to another actor for like a year. So she totally took a left turn. Like, I, I'm not going to marry these actor guys anymore. Yeah. I can only think of her from Dumb and Dumber and that TV show that she was in. I couldn't tell you another movie she was ever in. Picket Fences. That was the TV show. That's the one I'm talking. Well, you said the TV show that she was yeah. in. That was the one. But mm. the, any other roles? I mean, like, she was never really a big deal or anything. Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, it wasn't very long after that when uh, old Seven and Nines showed up and uh, kind of filled the, filled that slot up for me pretty nice. And I was like, goodbye, Lauren Holly. <laughs> yeah. The uh, The Desire Cups of my brain are better filled by these d's oh <laughs> ah. oh <laughs> okay it's a there is trip. a character in this movie called beast man beast man I love he is beast played man. by wrestler <clears throat> boogeyman i did not notice beast man in the movie and i had never heard of boogeyman before now now, Jackie, you're a big He-Man fan. Uh, did you spot Beastman in this movie? And if so, uh, was he an effective Skeletor henchman? Uh, no, I did not spot him. Uh, <laughs> the, the orange guy covered in fur. Yeah, I mean, that would have been pretty easy to spot. I mean, but maybe <laughs> if he was wearing a helmet and he was listed mm. as additional football guy, it yeah, would have right, been a right. little more difficult to spot him, right? Because... His hair would have been covered up by his uniform and stuff. But, uh, you know, I, I'm going to give him a, a don't on his ability to be a henchman in this movie. I mean, he yeah. just yeah. really fell short of, you know, diabolicalness. Mm-hmm. And really, without the leadership of Skeletor, he's just really not going to to get it done. I'll get you, He-Man. Uh, Beast Man. Why? Mm-mm-mm. No, I don't know. No, I don't know. Mm-mm. No, that name is spoken for. In fact, everything with man after it is spoken for by the masters of the universe. So don't do it. Mm-hmm. Shoe uh, last- man. Shoe man. Isn't it beast or? No, that's stink or. It's okay. I don't know. It's either or or man on everything. And you've got okay. uh, the entire cast of uh, masters of the universe. Beast or what? Uh yeah, Stink yeah. or what? <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, I will mention Lilo Rashawn, who's starting to make frequent appearances on the program because she was just here for knockoff a few weeks ago. All right. And was apparently one of the extra dancers in Breaking 2. So she's she's back this soon already. I don't know if we're going to get her back for a while, though. She didn't what? seem to make as many stinkers. What was she doing in this one? She's his uh, Willie Beeman's girlfriend. Oh, oh, Vanessa. Vanessa. The lady that we just saw like several weeks ago. I Looking exactly the same. I, I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did I, I didn't spot her. I didn't spot her. Yeah, <laughs> she I didn't had lines. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that wraps up this. Let's wrap up this as well. Uh, <coughs> last we saw this, where we left off, was Willie B-Man is the starting quarterback of the Miami Sharks. 
And uh, he's won. He started two games, arguably won three, and he is now the face of the whatever sporting football league that this takes place in. Right. Whatever it may be, which again, again, after examination by the whole internet, they think this is a competitive league and that there is mention of the Miami Dolphins, but we talked about this last week that it just doesn't seem to make any sense. It doesn't seem to make any sense. There's also this, uh, this episode, there'll be a mention of Jerry Rice and, uh, God, I can't remember who the other person was, uh, big deal NFL players. Um, anyways, so, uh, he last we saw him, he had dinner with Coach Pacino, who he said, I'm the greatest and you can't tell me what to do, Coach Pacino. And Coach Pacino said, well, I think I'm going to start somebody else. And he's like, damn it, I guess you can do that. I didn't see that card being played. I'm new to this football game. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, I am the king of earth. You have to start me. And he's like, you know, I got Elway, right? It's fucking Elway. Who's that? I am new to football. I don't really know how to respond to anything football related. How I got here is a real quandary. That's my best uh, Jamie Foxx impressions. Also really good good coaching to just kind of kick your guy around if you have home field on the line. No shit. Yeah. But it does it on purpose. And in the scope of these characters, it does work. Because then we're whisked away to a very dark and rainy game. Yes. The last game of the season. I think. Yeah. This one's got all the marbles riding on it. They're either that this league season has played out so strangely that every team has the ability for home field or the last wild card spot. Yeah. There's no, not all the marbles are on here because spoiler alert, they lose. And they still go to the playoffs. Yeah, but they had home field advantage. Now they're playing an away game as a wild card team. That's some of the marbles, not all of the marbles. But really, what the problem is here is that Willie B-Man has talked so much goddamn shit that his entire offensive line is like, eh, eh, I'm not going to, I'm not doing anything today. Yeah. easy. Even though uh, Cap is, Cap Rooney, John Elway is ready to play. In last week's scenes, uh, the evil doctor, James Woods, <laughs> was persuaded by the despicable owner, Cameron Diaz, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to play a man who's about to die and sit a man who's ready to go, because it's the, this is really just par for the course in NFL management, I would say. Yeah. Okay. This is, this is how it's done front office wise. Metal, because you can't play, so just metal with things. Metal. Just fuck Let's- with it. Just futz with it. Just, Just stick your fingers with in there. It. Yeah, mash it Fire up. Frank Reich, hire Jeff Saturday. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, just uh, just you know, dabble. Just dabble a little. Just dabble. Um, so uh, they all go back into the locker room after losing by 21 points. And Beeman and Townsend, LL Cool J's character, they get in a big fisticuffs fight because uh, they just don't like each other. It's yeah. just not working out. Well, no, because he's not throwing the ball to him, so he's not, not going to the ball to him. He's not going to get his paycheck, so okay. he's he's not going to get his bonus because works. he's not going to make his stats. Mm. Sam, is that a thing? Yeah, he said it in last week's ha- first half of the movie that he needs to get 
he has like a $3 million bonus and an endorsement deal for Reebok when he gets to 1,500 yards. Oh, so it's a outside incentive, not a part There's of the There's a contract. double incentive. He's got contract incentives for bonuses, and he's got endorsement incentives. So he's he needs to get to – he's going to lose a lot of cash if he doesn't get to 1,500 yards. Okay. All right. Well, that's not a good way to win the football games. Also, uh, this punch is real. What punch? LL Cool J jacked up Jamie Foxx. They were not oh. getting along. Mm-hmm. It culminated in this day, in this fight. I don't know exactly how it plays out, whether Ollie just kind of lets it go too far, but he fucking lays him out. And it might have been this. Cause that punch looked real. It could just, it happened on set. It's verified to have happened on set, but it could have ended up in the movie. That could just be LL Cool J having enough of Jamie Foxx and lighting him up. Hey, uh, LL, come over here for a second. Uh, yeah, Oliver Stone. Uh, Jamie Foxx said your mom is fat. <laughs> you going to take that shit? <laughs> I saw him eating your ice cream. Yeah, man. What are you going to do about it? He's right over there. Uh, he stole the ice cream. Oliver Stone stole the ice cream. <laughs> no, I only right. know that, it, yeah, that I saw caper. an interview with LL Cool J and... The way he talked about ice cream, I don't think that anyone on earth likes ice cream as much as LL Cool J because he won't, <laughs> he doesn't, he, his his physique is so hard to keep up, he says, that that he his diet is incredibly lame and stuff that's not enjoyable, but every once in a while, he'll allow himself the joy, and he says like, ice cream. <laughs> uh, I oh my think, God. Uh, I think he gave up and uh, started getting in on that ice cream because I saw a commercial for him on uh, NCIS or whatever the fuck TV shows in. He's looking a little round, looking a little. He's, it's unsustainable. You, you, yeah, you can't. He's, he's, you can't hold he, up that mask. He for, looks his age. Into, let me say that it's not that it's he gonna, looks bad. He just it's going like to catch up to you. That's as old as LL Cool J. And then you've been worshiping ice cream as a deity. Mm-hmm. It's just <laughs> it's a, it's a super storm. <laughs> All right. So after this fight, uh, Coach looks at him and he says. I got this in quotes. I'm ashamed to coach you. Uh, not inspiring, coach. You guys, you guys make me sick to my stomach. I don't even. I can't even look in the mirror because all I see is you. And then I puke in the mirror, and then I have to wipe the puke off, and that makes me puke because I'm I'm a sympathetic puker. So don't do it. Don't make me ashamed of you anymore. Yeah, and he, through the game, he's like, Capron is like, they're not gonna play for him, and he's like, let him learn then. So he's doing this all on purpose. Mm, yeah, it's on purpose. I just don't think it would work in real life. Like, I don't. Well, it, it, spoiler alert: It doesn't. Yeah, well, it doesn't <laughs> work here either. But uh, I don't think in real life. I don't think coaches are. I don't think good coaches would say, "I am ashamed of you, men. I'm ashamed of you. Let's go win some football games now." What the fuck? That's not gonna work. Yeah, if if like if. You're coaching, uh, I don't know, some guy that sucks, uh, like like outside of uh, football, and he like kills a bunch of people. With a- Aaron Hernandez. Uh, if Aaron Hernandez was still alive and he came up to uh, Coach Belichick, Coach Belichick would be like, I'm ashamed to, uh, to have coached you, but not because of football, but because of the things you did outside of football. That's yeah. fine. But being like, what? look, you dropped the ball. You're throwing like shit. I'm ashamed of you guys. That's not going to make somebody be like, you know what? I'm going to do better for this guy who's ashamed of me. That's like yeah. dad guilt. Yeah, it doesn't. It seems out of place. It also like 
I think you make a point because I was going to talk about Cower during those last years when the Steelers got really too rowdy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got their kicker is uh, at nightclubs having women form lines so they can take pictures holding his dick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think Cower wasn't wasn't super like proud of that. <laughs> you guys are great at football. Not real down with the dick pics. I'm ashamed that's of just, you. That's just weird. I don't know. Why is you a woman, I would not stand in line to hold some dude's dick and take a picture I, with it. It's for their Tinder profiles, Jackie. Uh, it's just like the dudes with the tigers behind them. There's a giant sausage next to me. I'm putting that as my Tinder profile. Yeah, she can. She's proving that she can handle the large ones. Yeah, I mean, ew. It's not to say she can handle it. She uh, she put a hand on it. That doesn't mean that uh, it worked out for anybody involved. <laughs> Gotta, you know, there's there's no uh, you can't evidence a good hand job by just a single photo, Sam. You know, I think they were just real. Just like, look, I can hold the the sheer weight of this man's penis. It's on top of my head. <laughs> It's like I'm using it as like one of those buckets that the uh, people carry the food on their head. Like that's how I carry this penis. That's just the only way. No, no, I'm sorry, gentlemen. (laughs) It's just so gross. Like you're fucking terrible. You're nasty. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, they're nasty for sure. (laughs) I mean, freak nasty. That's the whole point. (laughs) No, that is not okay. And you know what? They probably didn't even wash their hands after they touched it. Oh no! Who'd why? I mean, yeah, no. They're not. They're, I don't think the the these ladies were uh, very hygienic to begin with. If they're just touching random dongs in a nightclub, kicker, kicker, it's the kicker. The kicker. Yeah. These women yeah. are lining up to grab the kicker's dick. Yeah, no, they're not washing their hands. Yeah, I mean that's just Ew. thirsty. Is that the right word, gentlemen? <laughs> no, thirsty. Yeah, it those are totally thirsty, thirsty bitches. They are thirsty bitches for sure. <laughs> All right. I knew I was going to get God to use that him. word eventually. <laughs> I, I'm I'm happy. I haven't got to say thirsty bitch in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> the world needs them. We can't. Uh, the world wouldn't revolve without the thirsty bitches. It's all. It's all part of the <laughs> ecosystem of the world. Social hierarchy. Okay. All right. So Jim Brown, uh, him, him and uh, Coach Pacino, they go to the bar. They get they get all smashed. And they, Jim Brown's all melancholy, like, oh, the game isn't what it was anymore. Uh, it used to be about, uh, you know, whatever. I, I don't. I'm so tuned out by his stupid soliloquy that I checked out. Well, the only uh, thing I got is- from that whole conversation was that he was going to quit being an NFL guy and go down to the col- the collegiate level. Because there, that's where people wanted to play. That's where they they were about the game and not about the money. Okay. And then, right. in perfect timing, steaming shit, or steaming beaming. Sorry, I forgot his name for a second. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, his commercial comes on where he's got his pants undone and he's dancing around and yeah, he's doing his rap video. Yeah, but that point of this is, and he's it's high school, not college. Okay, and Oliver Stone says something that is true right here is that TV is what did this to the game because TV is tearing apart college football right now with the oh my re- God. realignment and all you of that too? nonsense, right? You're going to throw out a tearing me apart? Uh, tearing me apart. Freaking Al Pacino throws it to, gives a shout out to Lisa in this movie. We'll get to that later. Okay, so uh, back at the, the locker room, uh, Lawrence Taylor has a broken neck. Um, I guess 
like he was just like, ow, my neck. And then it never got fixed. He just kept walking around with a broken neck. So now it's permanently fused at a broken neck. And Matthew Modine is like, just one more hit. And you could uh, rupture a kidney or you could uh, have paralysis of your testicles or you could die. And he says, I don't give a shit. Don't care. He's like, I got to make three tackles and something else. He's like, and then I get a million dollars. So we'll talk after I hit my stats. And I'm like. I've never been paid a dollar. I just waiting for that million. The LL Cool J guy is getting three million. I think your agent is not very good, sir. Yeah. He's an aging linebacker. He doesn't sell shoes. Running backs sell shoes in pre-2000. Okay. All right. Well, then it's still a cool million, you know. Get that money. It's worth it. Well, and I, I guess think. he's got You're a wife dead. and he's got a wife and a couple of kids, right? So I, I mean I think those were all his kids. Later oh, on boy. I have a note that says Shark has eleven qu- kids question mark. Uh oh. Uh oh, is he Herschel Walker? <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. Uh, I mean there's a there's a lot of names that you could put in this blank. I mean uh, let's see here. Contemporary let's, Jenny Appleseeds yeah, in yeah, professional right. sports. Uh Okay, so he if he if he does this, he gets a cool million dollars on top of whatever he's throwing down. And say he does die on the field. Uh don't you think that there's gonna be a significant payout for that? Like settlements? Like more than a million dollars, right? My dad died while working for you. The NFL does have an insurance policy based upon the last um CBA um and the whole concussion thing. Mm-hmm. This culminates into the movie Concussion, which has a number of people in common, including the cinematographer. But it's kind of a where football's at right now is that this is so dangerous. And in James Wood's scene later, he's like, these men are warriors. Most of these people know this and don't give a shit. And I think that's where a lot of what was happening when they restructured tackling and rules and insurance policies was that maybe it wasn't made clear enough, but you look at like boxing and everybody knows the people participating know what the dangers are. Sure. 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 I think that's where the main conversation was here is that half of the people were saying, duh, this isn't an easy sport. People should know the danger they're in because of, they're playing it, right? Don't care about any of that. Don't care about any of that. Uh, what I care about is uh, uh, the money. Just purely the money. If he dies yeah. on the field, his family is getting a payout, right? Yes. I don't think okay. so. It, based off this movie, just just this in movie land, okay, gentlemen, not uh, like in real life. Yeah. But in right. movie land, they tell him he has to sign a waiver. Well, everybody has to sign a waiver. But yeah, That means he's not getting a goddamn cent if he doesn't get that tackle and he dies trying to make it. Yeah, right. then that's then he's a moron. But I'm gonna pose this to you guys. You get that your life is on the line and you got that cool million coming and you don't sign that waiver and you t- you know talk your way around it. And coach, I don't need to sign a waiver. Come on, coach. We've been doing this for a long time. You know me. I don't need to sign what is that? A prenup? Get out of here. Come on, coach, quit being a pussy. Put me in. Coach, you know, and we know Al Pacino's character. Oh, don't call me a pussy. I'm not a pussy. I'll put you in right now. Yeah. And then he he's dies, a- and then his family gets a big payout. Uh I say worth it. Like, if I could set up, you know, sacrifice myself for Jackie and my kiddo to never have to work again and I get to take the NFL down at the same time, 
I'm not, you know, I'm pretty bored, you know, I'm not really doing much. I could do something with my life if I, you know, if my head comes off on the uh, football field, you know, do some good with your life. Lawrence Taylor, take one for the team. <laughs> Nobody else. I'm getting some pretty blank stares from you guys. I don't think you guys would do shit for me if you had the chance. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe if I if I knew that my life wasn't going to be worth a shit moving forward, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't think my employer is going to, uh, you know, for where I work, they're, they're probably not going to pay you out a million bucks plus damages if I die at work. It, it, yeah, but because that would be your own fault. You would be like... Whoa, I tripped down the stairs. <laughs> it's not that the job caused your injury. It's that your own ineptitude caused your injury. That's the only way you could die at your work. <laughs> Unless they said that you had to juggle knives. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> we need to do that. We need an instructional video made about juggling knives. Yeah, yeah. We want you to be in it. You're the one. You're the only person who can do this, Jackie. Now get knife juggling. <laughs> Sam actually works with heavy equipment, so he could actually find a way to like uh, have one of those uh, sequences in an action movie where the guy gets stuck in the machine and he's crushed, and then he just comes out as a sheet of vinyl and gets slapped on top of somebody's car. Yeah, I mean, we've got like a 12-ton hydraulic brake, so. Yeah, yeah, see? I... Is it worth it, Sam? <laughs> no, I don't even really use dying, that, Sam. Dying for making signs. <laughs> death by sign making okay uh so there actually is a lot of death by sign making because the insult <laughs> people so fall funny, out of cranes because you got to put them up so high right it's the crane's the dangerous thing when but you're the in, fact that you said that sentence and very few people on earth have ever heard somebody say oh lots of death is signs making is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta right. put them 80 feet in the air it's True. fucking dangerous yeah there was a whole uh, better call Saul episode about it um all right so uh, LT still wants to play, and uh, Coach makes him sign that uh, that uh, prenup, and then the Coach is like, he goes to James Woods and is like, you son of a bitch, how dare you risk that man's life, and the whole time I'm thinking, you're letting him play, and the only reason he can play is so that your franchise doesn't get sued by a piece of paper. How do you have any ability to... Call James Wood evil without looking at yourself in the mirror, bud. Yeah. What the fuck? And James Woods, by the end of this argument, is like, wait a second. I'll fuck you. And then just kind of wanders off. Because he realizes, like, well, there's no point in doing this. This is stupid. He knows he's an asshole. I did what I was told. He's just following marching orders. He makes a lot of correct points in this, too. I thought he was the top of the medical food chain, though. He is, yeah, but the owner, but the owner tells him what to do. Yeah, ah, that's fine. But uh, he still sucks because the, the, the Hippocratic Oath is uh, trumps all NFL owners. And uh, I thought, yes, I it thought. should. It doesn't. Yeah, it does. That's why they have sure a doesn't. tent on yeah. the sideline so that people can't see the injections they're getting. Good point. Yeah, good point, uh, uh, doctors. You may want to re uh, reevaluate your uh, moral obligations to some guy named Hippocrat. Uh, Hippocampus, Hippocrates, Jesus. Yeah. And also normal doctors who are basically just pushing pharmaceuticals at this point. You're doing yeah. the same goddamn thing. Yeah, it's James uh, James Woods' character might be the most realistic thing in this whole movie. Um, And he also should uh, just go ahead and just walk off a cliff. Goodbye, James Wood. Ah. 
I loved you in the killing field. Couldn't uh, have been played by an actor any better than no, James Woods. No, perfect cast. Perfect cast. Um, all right. So Lawrence Taylor, then uh, he's, uh, he's hanging out in the sauna and Willie B-Man comes in and Lawrence Taylor's like, football philosophy, football. It's like 10 minutes of football philosophy about being a man and what it's like on the field. And you got to you got to honor the boy, everything. And you're not the, the top shit when you're on a football team. Blah, 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 blah. Foot, it can all be. But it's all. It, he was like, it can all be gone in a second. The, the, yeah. the, the hookers and the. Uh-huh. I like how he throws in the hookers in his speech. Right, like, of course. Uh, your family, the crowd, the hookers. The <laughs> like, hookers. Like, these are priorities for this guy, right? Like It comes back around again when somebody else is talking about the glory and the fame. Uh, the hookers. <laughs> the hookers? You're forgetting the hookers. We see a party at his house in last week's episode, and there's a lot of hookers. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, anybody can get a hooker. You don't need to be an NFL player to get a hooker. I mean, it's the whole point of being an NFL, you know, sports athlete is you don't have to pay these women anymore. We also have the insight of what kind of a shithead Coach Pacino is because he pays a hooker with a he, check. Yeah, that's right. That's a right. A fucking check. Yeah. Boy, I hope that one doesn't bounce. Take checks. No. <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> now that I see the look in your eyes and this is my only chance. <laughs> it's a 50 50 on a check <laughs> all right so uh captain jack he is uh cleared to play uh despite uh blowing out a disc uh but uh he's he doesn't want to play he's like coach um shaky uh, if i get out there i'm gonna blow it because uh, i'm afraid of more injuries and coach is like come on jackie boy come on a little closer come on let me whisper in your ear uh he says and I quote, I wouldn't let you get hurt, but coach, <laughs> well, I am hurt. And this is the fucked up thing is that he's telling him I can barely hold a spoon sometimes, right? Uh-huh. Like he's uh-huh. got nerve right. damage. Right. And in the last scene with the other guy, it was, you know, I can't risk your life. You need to make this choice. And in this scene, he's like, I don't fucking give a shit. Cap, get. Get your ass Come out here, there. Like Trust me. Trust me, Jackie boy. Also, we missed that it starts out with Dennis Quaid yelling ketchup and mustard at his children. <laughs> it doesn't make his ketchup, mustard, mustard, ketchup. He says it like four times. You're like, what the? They either want it or they don't. It's a yeah. fucking hot dog. Let them do whatever. Maybe that's how they do. Uh, it's all play calling. It's, that's their Omaha's in the uh, Rooney household is ketchup and mustard. It, it, ketchup means go clean your room. Mustard means go uh, help your mom with the dishes. That lady doesn't do dishes. <laughs> no. <laughs> ketchup on three. Go. All right. So uh, so Jack's like, okie dokie, coach. Whatever you told me. I, I'll play for you. That's my boy, Jackie boy. Uh and then he goes inside, and Lauren Hawley, his wife, she's like, uh, what are you doing? You, you can't retire. Uh, you got two or three more years left in you. And, and he's like, bitch, God, why does everybody think I got all this time? Seriously, I don't. Yeah. I am broken. I Nobody am two years me. past retirement age yeah. for a career NFL quarterback. And it's not about the money because he's like, look, I've got to uh, line up with the booth. And that's the goal. 
That is the goal. I there's so I was just having this discussion a couple days ago. There's the two greatest jobs on the planet are one game show host, two, and a, a sports announcer. Whatever, you get paid good. You have to work more being a sports announcer. Those game show host guys, they don't do shit. But it's still a great. You're just watching games. Work and more talking means about them. You may be. Put in a solid 10 hours a week. Yeah, it is a great job and you make good money. And she's like, no, you're a football player and you will be until you die. And then maybe she wants like some big insurance check. I don't know if she just is bad at math where she's like, she's, cause she's like three more years, one more contract. That's where we'll get a we'll get a boat now. And he's like, honey, I'm going to make probably more on TV. Right. And she's like, oh. About- Go ahead, then. <laughs> no, she doesn't. She storms off. But like she didn't wait long enough to ask him how much he was going to make off the TV deal. <laughs> right. What an idiot. She's, she's an idiot. I think she well, wants that, him to die. And she slaps the shit out of him and mm-hmm. tells him, I'm not going to listen to you anymore. Like, I'm pretty sure that Justin would call the police on me if I slapped him and I'm like, I'm not listening to you anymore. Like, when is it okay to abuse your spouse? Never. Well, never. And also, does she ever listen to him? Right, and she's an idiot. Like, just hey, Brenda, beat it, <laughs> get out of here. And then she did. She moved up to Canada with uh, some other guy because we never see Lauren Holly for the rest of the movie. No, no we do. We do. We uh, do. There's, there's. She doesn't have any lines. Yay, go team. That's about it. Um. All right. So Willie, uh, he finds his ex in the club. Uh, as Sam mentioned, that she was in the movie, the knockoff. Okay, so I got a question about this. What kind of club is this? So they're outside. It looks like a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Right? be dining. And then he goes into the door, and there's all these people dancing in this really small room. And then to there's- conversational an- music. You can have a conversation on the dance floor. And then just beyond that is another dining area. Mm-hmm. And then there's this old lady that he calls Barbara Bush in the bathroom, like- what what is this place? What is I this I think place? that we don't know the Ritz we don't know anything about the Ritzy on beach clubs of Miami. This could be a real thing. We just don't have enough money to find out. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. We're not exactly uh pros. I mean, I live in technically flyover country. Sam lives in a fucking hellscape of uh terrible weather. So, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Uh we're not the we're not the hootie duties, that's for sure. I have been to Miami Beach, though. Just never been in one of the clubs. Anyways, so she tells him to piss off. He's like, uh, uh, what's up? And she's like, fuck off. And uh, then he chases her down to the bathroom. And then he says, let me call you or I'll never talk to you again. And she says, okie dokie. Let me call you or never. Aren't you wanting him to never talk to you again? Because just two minutes ago, you said, I don't want anything to do with you. He just gave you an ultimatum that appears to give you exactly what you want. Say, good. Don't call me. Goodbye. (laughs) I guess she loves him. No. Why? And then she's not in the movie ever again. Other than going, yay. Well, she's not in the movie ever again, even going, yay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's not in it. Yeah. This is it. And nice. Like, who wants to be with somebody that calls you? What did he call her? A fat ass bitch. Right. 
He's literally on a date right now with hookers and being like, take me back. And she's like, I'm on a date with a doctor. How about no? He's but like, I'll yeah, never talk ball. to you again. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Jackie seems to think that means uh, not football, but. Uh, I think he's mm. talking about sex. Mm. It might be. Who knows? Okay. Could be talking about both. Still. I mean, not worth it, right? But she's like, okay. Um, Coach tells uh, Christina, the owner, that uh, he's trading Willie. And he literally says, he's tearing the team apart. He shakes his fists in the air, just like Wissau. I think that this is your tearing me apart, Lisa. Wissau probably loves this movie so much because he's a weirdo and Mm -hmm. wrote that scene purely because he's like, Al Pacino did it. I'm going to do it. Doesn't he do a version of this in Godfather 3 where he's like, every time I try to get out, they pull me back in. Sure. And he does the same thing, pretty much. I mean, did anybody else see the... Yeah, he's tearing the team apart. I think this without this movie, we wouldn't have the room. Therefore, this movie might be... uh, I don't know. Like, uh, bad. (laughs) Bad. (laughs) But... uh, helpful <laughs> i don't know how to phrase that i mean like you know mengali did come up with some uh interesting medical practices that we no. use today uh helpful <laughs> but uh not good i mean that's i'm gonna go ahead and compare this movie to joseph bengali all right let's just put it out there right now <laughs> i don't know who that is not good you should. I mean, you shouldn't. I mean, nobody should have ever heard of Joseph Bengali in the, in the history. That would have been nice. Um, okay, so she says no about the trade and the Willie and uh, <laughs> trade trade and Willie phrasing. Um, and uh, that Willie is starting instead of getting traded. They kind of argue, and then he wanders off. What is the outcome of this meeting? She. So she said he's like. If if the old man was still around, he would have let me do whatever. And she's like, no, the old man made me general manager, not you, because you don't have it anymore. He's like, oh, and then walks off. There's no resolution. No resolution. Okay. Yeah, none. Absolutely none. Not, I, I don't know who wins, because clearly she doesn't walk away. And clearly in the playoff game, Jack Rooney is the starter. So apparently he does have all the power. And it's like next, right? That she's wandering around. She's like, I'm going to my dad's office. It is mansion. He's like right outside of it. He's right there. (laughs) Talking to her mom. Talking shit. And then she goes on this thing like, this game has taken everything. I'm like everything except all these fucking Mm -hmm. riches. You literally have a dog wearing a tiara. Just right over there. <laughs> it didn't take the dog's tiara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, poor you. <laughs> uh, you're right. I have been drinking all day. Well, then she was like, my husband always wanted a boy. He wanted one so badly. Mm-hmm. And then they keep shooting back to her and she's crying at the dad's desk. And I'm like. Right. Because she hears everything because she's in the next goddamn room. Because there's no separation of family and business here. Uh-huh. It's, he is really Uncle <coughs> Coach Pacino or whatever his name is. Well, he's also like, working on being Uncle Dad. 
No, he doesn't seem. Oh no, he, yeah, he, he's going after that Anne Margaret. No, he's not. He's going after hookers. Yeah, <laughs> from seen it by in the, the movie. Do you accept catch uh, checks, Anne Margaret? She's like, what? <laughs> oh, oh no. Uh, and then so he gets drunk and he starts having flashbacks of God knows what Oliver Stone vision again. <laughs> I got no idea what these flashbacks are. Jackie, I feel like I it's think- him playing quarterback, but like also in, in a time Vietnam, before he would have been old enough to play quarterback. He's having non flashbacks of football. And there, does anybody else notice? And I mean, maybe it was just me or maybe it was just the second part of this movie. But every time that there's a flashback, there's also lightning, thunder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it, totally. It's, is his brain cracking? Is that what's happening here? And where are, why are all these pictures coming up? It's like, the, this was probably way before his time. Is it like yeah. a relative, a brother? Like the history of his football start? Like, no. Range. Like these He's, are like 30s football players. Yeah. He was like 120 years old if that's him playing quarterback. Right? Yes. And it's next to his face and it looks like him. It's like, am I, that's him? Because I don't think it is. And then there's also like fucking Cronkite comes on and starts to uh, the war in Vietnam is still going on. And like, so he couldn't go. He couldn't. He had to. He, he was like a, doing a, a, a Muhammad Ali where he was drafted and couldn't do his career except for Muhammad Ali said, no, I'm hell no, man, I'm not going. Uh, he ended up going to Vietnam and getting shot in the hip. And now he, he has to work as a head coach. I like. I don't know what the hell this is. Maybe he's just pissed drunk and he's hallucinating. I think he's just pissed drunk. <laughs> he's like, I was going to be in Vietnam and I took my leather helmet and I scored six uh, on those sons of bitches. You're like, you need to, you need to lay down. Yeah, You've had right? too much. <laughs> All right. So it's game day and the commissioner is there. Yes. So Charlton Heston apparently in an interview said something about Oliver Stone would never cast him in a movie. Uh huh. And because Ollie wanted to use the Ben Hur shit, okay. he called him and asked if he wanted to do the movie. And he was like, okay. So that was the deal was that he'd be in the movie and then he'd get to use the, uh, then Ollie could use the Ben Hur stuff. Uh, I don't think he did say, okay. He said, okay. Certainly. As long as I can be the commissioner. That woman would eat her own young. <laughs> okay. He's great. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's I always guess. great. Yeah, I guess. Um, all right. So the coach gives his, his, what I call his famous we're in hell speech. Because again, he is firing these gentlemen up by saying, we're in hell. And the only way to claw out of their hell is an inch at a time. And then everybody looks at him and says, Coach, we're in the playoffs. This is not hell. Did you see Detroit's record? They're in hell. Cleveland? You heard of Cleveland? That's hell. Yeah. We're in the playoffs. This is apparently Schottenheimer's speech from the 89 championship game. Because they knew that they weren't as good as the Broncos. And the Broncos ended up kicking the shit out of them. I think it was the Broncos that year. Schottenheimer said, we're in hell. This is as... From what I've read, this is as close a regurgitation as the 89 AFC Championship locker room speech that Schottenheimer gave. Then what the hell do I know about locker It sounds like if that's the case, you just give doom and gloom to everybody and you're going to win football games. Like, all right, 
here's the deal. You do something, and also your penis is gross. Uh, you over there, you do something. Your mom just called, and she says she's dead. Uh, you over there, you do something, and oh, the economy has completely crashed, and we're being invaded by Norway. Uh, we're probably all going to die. Let's go win some football. Like, th that's what you do when you win football games? No, they lost to the Broncos 37 okay, to 21. Right. There you go. <laughs> yeah, the doom and gloom is not going to work. You got to be like, guys, it's been a long season, and I know you're all tired, but here we are on the, the most grandest of stages, except for the next three games that we would play after this if we win. Uh, go out there and give them everything you got. That's. Or like many modern football coaches, they're like, mm -hmm. you want a speech? Go to a Trump rally. Yeah, right. We worked on this <laughs> shit all week. Go out there. Get out. Get, get. Go play football. Go play football. See, be in good my, at it. My speech would probably be something along this line. Listen, you fuckity fucks. Get your mm -hmm. asses together. And you're here mm -hmm. for the next fucking two hours to play football. So if you could just I don't think she knows how long a football that, game is, but. That would be great. <laughs> Now let's go out yeah. there and show them what we've got. Our wieners so are bigger than theirs. Your uh, your football tactics, your coaching tactics, would be what they call the Lumberg strategy. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> need you to win. That'd be great. Great. Also, show me your wiener. <laughs> All of them. Hell, Lumberg fucked her. All right, so. Uh, the team's all inspired. They're all like, one guy is like chomping at the bit. There's a shot of this dude and he's like lathering. It is like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Don Jr. <laughs> Maybe that's Beast Man. <laughs> Might be Beast Man. <laughs> okay. Maybe, Maybe we did spot him. I don't know. <laughs> I think we might have. Okay. So, kickoff time. I'm going to go into this game because this thing takes a while. So, uh, very first thing kickoff, run back by the Knights. They're playing the Dallas Knights. So score 7-0 immediately. And did you notice, and it took me a while to put this together, but they have like the eye in the pyramids. This is all Templar shit, right? Right. Yeah. They're really like the Texas Templars, not the mm -hmm. Dallas Knights. I don't know. And they had that eye on their helmet, but it looked like they just had a front and rear gunshot wound mm. on their helmets. And yeah, not good design. And they also had crosses instead of numbers on the fronts. Yeah, th right? That's not... Yeah, okay, maybe in their bullshit league that you can do that. Because I also got another thing that is bullshit about this league that I, I think. Uh, Rooney goes in. He's starting. Uh, he, you know, he's getting hit a little bit, but he, he throws a drive and it ends in a touchdown. Score 7-7. Seven, seven. Yeah. Okay? Also, we forgot that Modine has become the monster that he was trying to prevent. Oh, yeah? How's that? Because um, head, Shark, head, LT, like, sweet talks him into giving him extra medication. Oh, yeah. Give me that cortisone. I don't want anything to do. I don't care about medical. Now, give me some cortisone. Wait, what? <laughs> I thought you didn't care about medical. Yeah, give me some of that cortisone. That's <laughs> medical. Jazz is not medical. Yeah. A syringe of drugs is medical. Yeah, but I don't care about that shit. Just give me that shit. What the fuck, man? <laughs> this script sucks. All right. So also, then, when he injected him, he didn't inject him. He pulled something out, and it looked like apple juice. So his blood Jackie is said. apple juice. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's like probably had... his real problem is not his neck. He doesn't have any blood <laughs> in his body. He's filled with apple juice. 
Yeah, it looks like he had um, fluid behind his knee or something. Oh, okay. He was getting a drainage. And, yeah. and that fluid was apple juice. Yeah, it did look like apple juice, though. And <laughs> it looked like juice leg. the biggest needle that I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Coach, I've got the bad news. <laughs> Shark's got the Mott's knee. <laughs> it's all full of Mott's tomatoes. Of applesauce. Apple juice. It's applesauce, not apple juice. <laughs> apples. It's apples in the knees. Misdiagnosis. You're just as bad as James Woods. <laughs> Terrible doctor. James Woods is like, Mott's knee? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I can't even name a brand of apple juice, so <laughs> and I like the monster. It's just the wrong stuff. Okay, so the next play, the Knights, they run it in. It's now 14-7. Uh, the commish, he's up talking to Christina. They're not even watching the game. And he's like, hey, how's your mom doing? She's still a hot piece of ass, right? And she's like, uh-huh. He's like, yeah, well, maybe you and I should hang out sometime. And she's like, yeah, we could go to... Uh, uh taxes or something he's like oh you kick my ass on the taxes uh you're you're a mean bitch and uh he walks away and he's like uh by the way i'm gonna need to see you up in uh, philadelphia uh you're fired as an owner you're in trouble you're naughty you're bad <laughs> well this is what happened you have tribunals and the they all get into a room and shame each other and what happens then they get drunk and get hookers like if you're dan snyder like they can't take your team away. You own it. Um, no. The league can vote you to have to sell it. That's that bullshit. happened with the Clippers. Okay. The Clippers. Because he was outward. Their owner was outwardly racist. Oh, that's right. He was racist. They voted that he had to sell the team. What happens if you don't sell the team? Like, no, uh, I'm. Attica, Litigation Attica. that will drain you of all of your finances. Okay. Yeah. The other owners are going to go down that road too. Yeah, they'll all collectively sue the piss out of you. Yeah. Well, she's like, "Oh, don't do that. No, I'm in trouble. I was naughty because I, I want, I threatened to move the franchise to L.A. Right? That's why she's in I, trouble. She's going over. She's going through channels that she shouldn't be allowed. That are not allowed to go through and they're not going to make her vote her out or anything. They're basically going to sit her down and give her the, all right, this is how it fucking works. Talk. What you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can do what this. channels back North backdoor negotiations is what they're going to get. When did that for. happen? At the when first, did that happen it, in the movie? It, she mentions it at the dare thing, right? Uh-huh. The, the big gala, uh-huh. because the mayor's like, you gotta give a little to get a little because she's like, look, you haven't contributed a fucking dime to that piece of shit stadium that we're playing in. Right. Uh-huh. Which is the Orange Bowl and it's not a piece of shit. Okay. She's like, I want a new stadium and I want the city to pay for it because LA is saying that they'll give us a new stadium. And he was like, right. good luck because Miami's over there. So and she's, so that's how they talked about how she is negotiating yeah, on the side. What did she do wrong? In the film, without inferring, she so, said, "I you pay, build us a new stadium, or we're moving to L.A." I think that's totally within her purview as owner of a franchise. She had her bow tie man go through dark channels to see if L.A. was interested. That were not official channels, beep, and beep, 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 you probably beep, beep, have beep, beep. to alert the league that you're like interested who, the in sharks? moving. No, I think that you'd have to alert the league that you would have interest in moving the team before you could start negotiating. 
Did they even negotiate? She just made a threat. I don't know. I think this is a little scary. They're just going to give her that you're being a shithead. This is how yes. you need to act. Talk. Also, we just wanted to have you come up here so we could get a good look at you because. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. What? I think the mom is probably the best looking woman in this entire movie. You. Okay. I don't think you. Maybe you're not a fan of Cameron Diaz, but she is. Uh, you know, oh, okay. It's kind of her thing. I mean, and she's cool and funny, but uh, I just I don't good actor. I don't I just don't find her attractive. Okay. Hmm. I mean, I I think she is a very pretty person, but for me, she's just not doing anything. Okay. Well, a room full of dirty old men, Dan Snyder would be very happy if if uh, Christina Pagliacci or whatever the hell her last name Pagliani? is. Pagliani. Yeah, came up and visited. He would he would he would like it. Okay. You know, Cherry Jones, uh, have some of this Kool-Aid. <laughs> Same guy, right? <laughs> uh, what's his name? Robert Kraft. He, he likes the Bob Kraft jobs. does. He just likes tug jobs. <laughs> that is so dumb. What a fucking dumbass. I mean, I'm pretty the police sure Christina's- stopped him, like, look, Bob, you got to stop it with the hand jobs. We're going to have to arrest you next time. We're going <laughs> to we're going to sting this place tomorrow. And he's like. <laughs> Yeah, but I really want a hand job tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, but guys, and went back and got stung. Like they fucking <laughs> warned him. They knew the whole time too because he'd been paying in checks. <laughs> it's, it's just ridiculous. This, this movie is true life. <laughs> it is so bad. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so she's naughty. Um, Jack gets strip strip sacked. Uh, the score is now 21-10. It was just 14-7, which means that the Knights scored a touchdown and the Dolphins, not Dolphins, the Sharks, Sharks scored a field goal Okay, uh, off screen while Christina was getting in trouble. And uh, then Rooney runs it in and he, uh, he gets hit at the line and spun around in the air. And so then he gets Oliver Stone vision and he gets the lightning too, and the flashes of people, the oldie time football players in the stands. Yeah, I see dead people. Uh huh. What is going on? And then there's just some guy, this silhouette, a shadow of just somebody sitting in the stands uh, that we saw before, and I can't remember who saw him. It might have been Rooney, but what the hell is that? Wait. <sighs> Did we get to the Elway part yet? Huh? We're not even at halftime yet, are we? No, we're not at halftime. Okay, so it's still Cap Rooney or John. Yeah, Elway. I, I want to know who the Shadow Man is in the stands. The spirit of football's awesome. <laughs> I saw it. I saw the football awesome. I'm gonna make the play. It's a game of inches. It's Take like all seven inches and swallow it. <laughs> it's the oh, it's the yeah. It's just like the Thunderbird. Things are gonna happen if you see it. There is a part. Okay, no, it's in the second half. I have to save that for Mm -hmm. the second half. Okay. So now the score is 21-17. And uh, Christina, she goes into the locker room. Oh, oh, uh, uh, wait. So is he out yet? He's not. So right before halftime, they do the the play from the Super Bowl. And he makes the touchdown or whatever. I think it was just a first down with Elway. But it's the same exact play. They kind of did it in Jerry Maguire. And my buddy Dane broke his knee irreparably when they did that. So... Um, Here's my thing though. The he does this the the barrel roll uh-huh. and lands on the ground. He's down for a while and the uh 
score flashes 21-17 and then flashes back to him he's still on the field which means that they didn't kick an extra point the scores of touchdowns yeah, in this game this are seven there is most, no extra point no they talk about the extra point ex post facto because they knew then, they screwed it up it's a voiceover and it's just they didn't do a good job with the keeping track of the scoring no they didn't i uh, just like all three thousand cuts a yeah. lot of editing, and you forgot to Didn't get... have the shot to do it. Continuity the right. Scoreboard operator was doing it wrong. Damn it. There's this many... There's that... You should read how many people were on this movie. You couldn't keep... You couldn't keep it together with this many people. There's a reason um, why it stinks. Yeah. You can't do uh, this. It's too big. It's too big. It's too big. Okay. Well, and then we see but, his cap's wife up in the stands, too. Mm-hmm. And she just sits down because she knows that it's over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that he hit the ground and he... His body got up, but his spirit did not. Or his awesome. body got up, but it's fucking done for. Stick a yeah. fork in that guy. Yeah, I mean, and, he got uh, hit the same way, basically the same way that when he got injured. So he's he's fucking toast. Okay. Well, Christina comes down to the locker room. She tells him Rooney is finished. And I would say, uh, did you see the score? Uh, the defense is the problem, not Rooney. They keep lighting us up on the other side. You don't come in here and tell me my business. And he throws a chair, and then Willie B comes in. He's like, "I." he said I was going in anyways. And then Coach looks at him and says, you know, I didn't actually. I was saying uh, you got to lead this team. I could have been talking about next year. I could have been talking about uh, during the offseason when you're uh, flipping burgers, bud. Yeah, but, he's okay. just... He did tell him he was going in, and he's not at this point. He's just trying to get her to quit fucking with shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, you can't do no, this. I You're know, doing I everything wrong. Go back upstairs. Yeah, but he didn't say he's going in. This this whole scene. Uh, no, Sam's right. He did tell him. I think it's implied. Um, I thought he said something about Cap being done. Yeah, Cap's done. Cap's cooked or something like that. You're going to need to start leading this team. And he yeah. goes. When? Right before the Cameron Diaz right scene. No, when are you going to start? Ne- the, like that's too open. You know, you got to. Are you start talking about today? The- if it wasn't today, I wouldn't be talking to you at all. Oh, well, I am. There is some inference that that he I, needs to make that it's. My, it, he's got he's got twelve minutes. He's not wasting shit for next year right now. Usual dialogue implies that uh, you got to ask me straight up because otherwise I'm always talking about vague shit. I've been talking about vague shit this whole movie. Now you guys are going to think I'm talking about specifics all of a sudden. What the I have hell? a picture of you playing in the football game, and it's labeled today at the bottom. Can you see it? <laughs> Justin would be, oh, I didn't bring my helmet because I'm not going out Wait, on the field today. Do you want me to play in the second half? Holy God. <laughs> 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 no, I want you to dance the marimba. That is actually something you had said earlier in this movie, so I'm still not real sure. Can you just tell me? Put it on paper. But I okay. will say that this whole scene had that, <coughs> Mommy and Daddy, please quit fighting. Uh-huh. Like, that whole feel to it. And it was just really super awkward. Like, you're a quarterback, yes, but I don't think you walk in between the coach and the owner and try Probably to not. break up a fight like you know your fucking place and you stay the hell out there like everybody else. He walked in proving to the team that he was a leader of men. That's true. That's what the movie's saying. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh my god, that is not what I saw. 
Stop it, guys. Why can't we all just get along? Did you see the ghost of football awesome? (laughs) (laughs) They get out. All right. So he goes out and uh, we get uh, the Foo Fighters play. uh, There goes my hero. And he's in slow motion. And then he picks up the football and he throws it deep straight into the hands of the wrong team. (laughs) (laughs) Shake it off. Uh, yep, he's a leader, all right. Uh, then somebody's eyeball comes out. <laughs> <laughs> this was so. They spend way too much time on this. For how many things they gloss over, they spend so much time on this guy's eyeball being missing. Tweet, tweet, illegal eyeball on the field, ripped it all the way out. <laughs> how did this happen? I don't know. He fell how? and his eye came out. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looks like on screen. So the only thing I can think of is that Oliver Stone is like, man, these guys are hitting hard. This guy took it so hard that his eyeball popped out. But it's not that his eyeball popped out. His eye became detached from his body and flew. Like, that's not a thing. Like, if you got hit by a car, maybe, but a dude. I mean, I can see it coming out. But then the doctor just comes over and goes, boink, and pushes it back in like that crazy guy that's got the eyeballs that pops out on command. But... It it detaches from its fleshy yeah. eyeball mounts. This is the point, and it's the first point where Oliver Stone and Barry Switzer can agree on something, because they've been bickering rather than calling mm-hmm. the football game, and mm-hmm. they can't get the scores right either. Right. So it's not just on screen. In the audio, they're having problems with the scores. Right. But they agree that he has eye damage. <laughs> and then they're friends oh. kind of after this, and then you go... So they've got two color guys and no play-by-play guy. Mm-hmm. Bad plan. Right. They've also they also scoop up the eyeball in like a one of those uh Ziploc medical bags. bags. Yeah. No, you know, dude, I'm so pretty sure gonna... it was a fucking sandwich bag. Yeah. yeah. Like... Hey Gary, <laughs> you done with that turkey yet? <laughs> Anybody have a sandwich bag? I need your Ziploc. Uh yeah, it's really stupid. It is really stupid. I I mean, it's gore, so it's like instantly goes to my favorite part of the movie, but this is my favorite part of the movie because it's so incredibly stupid and they mm-hmm. milk it. Eyeball. That's <laughs> not a thing. No. That is not a thing. God damn it. Okay. Uh so the they run a double reverse. Scores go pretty fast. I just want to mention that they run a double reverse and it works out. That never fucking works out. I think it's actually just a reverse. No, he switched it twice. No, because it's an end around. It's an end around with a reverse. You're right. It's a reverse. People always call it the double reverse. The double reverse is another reverse after that. Almost no one runs a double reverse. Okay. All right. Wouldn't that be a triple? Okay. No, it's Uh, because the end around is the actual play uh, that people call a reverse. Got it. The reversal is when he, the end t- pitches it and it goes back the other way. Sure. Okay. So now it's 28-24. Then it's 35-24. Then it's 35-31. And that's where we, uh, this is where the clutch, the climax of the movie comes to because now we're within two minutes. Is this two is the fourth down play? This is fourth and one. The and Dallas Dick Johnson got the penis ball. guys audibling. Yep. And then we see Shark LeVay and. Oliver Stone starts reading Jim Morrison poetry, very soft. Right? What? I'm the thinking fuck that's what was that was. That? I can't verify. I'm not it's absolutely pretty, certain, but because he did lizardy. the Doors movie and he yeah. likes the Jim, it's. It, I'm pretty sure Ollie's just reading some Morrison poetry yeah. underneath Shark Levey. I, I am the pre snap 
gyrations. I can do, I can do anything. There's a bear in the corner. The darkness. <laughs> the darkness His, of the pumpkin pie. There's a killer on the road. His brain is squirming like a toad. Boy, Jim, you are just uh, knocking it out of the park with this. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the doors, but guy couldn't write poetry to save his life. Pumpkin pie on the ground <laughs> is a man's eye. <laughs> it's squirming like a toad. <laughs> I am the lizard king. What? What's the lizard king? Let's just get know. straight to it. Drugs. Question time. What is drugs. the lizard king? <laughs> drugs. Are you? It's a dry a skin king? day. Are you a king who is a lizard or I, a king of lizards? I think what Ollie's really saying here is that if you're not on drugs, you're probably not enjoying this movie that much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So, yeah, it's fourth one. Dallas is going to go for it because they can end the game right here. So they and go for it. They go for it. And then Shark hits the man. We don't know if he's shy. I think we find out he's shy. But the thing is, is that Shark doesn't get up. He's dead. They do the measurements. They bring out the chains while a man may be dead. dead on the field. <laughs> Move him out of the way. We need to mark this football. Roll him over. Uh, yeah, so they, they're short. He gets the stop, but he's down. And it's, he, oh, God, Shark, come come back to life. Come back to life. But and he doesn't Al Pacino come back to says, life. I love you. But he doesn't come back to life until Al Pacino looks up at the sky all longingly, yeah. like, help me, God. And then yeah. the clouds pass past the sun. The sun hits mm -hmm. on Shark. And, oh. Well, you're, you missed the part where Al Pacino uh, leans into his face and gives him a, a kiss on the lips and says, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> like Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> yeah, and then he comes back to life. This <laughs> is... Tiny little peck from Al Pacino. And this is what we see, like, when he goes down, it isn't his wife. It's just his eldest daughter. And I'm like, that's 11 kids. He's got 11 fucking kids. Oh, yeah. He's got 11 kids. <laughs> so he comes back and he's like, hey, I did it. And he gets carted off the field and gives the wave to everybody. So I, I don't know if he is. Oh, he's out of the movie. Don't know if he can walk ever again. But uh, there he goes. Goodbye. But he's got says, a million dollars. Yep. I've got, got a million dollars. dollars. But he's going to be a I paraplegic mean, for the rest of his life. I got a million dollars. Didn't you have like a million dollars before? Is this your first million dollars? Did you ever get paid? Because that bonus wasn't the only thing you should have got, bud. His house was huge and full of hookers. He had yeah, to have sure. had a million dollars. He, he's had a million dollars before. Okay, so uh, B-Man, uh, he travels back in time to puke because if you pause it while he's puking, the score is uh, 21-17, and it's in the third quarter. <laughs> Plus, he always pukes before he goes in, set up by this movie's but rules. But they're showing it now. Yep. Okay, good editing. Well done, guys. Okay, so he goes, uh, there's 55 seconds left. He chucks a deep one, but there's a holding call. Dang it. Okay, now there's 47, 46 seconds left. The clock is ticking down with, the clock is in frame. While Christina is having a discussion with her mother, a heart-to-heart. -heart. They're not even paying attention to the football game. No. There's She's 30 seconds left. Just pay attention to the football it game. It's already. kind of important. She's Mom. psychologically 
deconstructing because she was like, "Y'all put him in. Who fucking cares if he dies?" And then she sees him die, and she's like, "Oh fuck, I'm a, I'm a horrible human being." Oh, I don't think she thinks that at all. I think she that's- thinks I'm in trouble with the commissioner. <coughs> yeah, maybe and I better a- change I gotta my start ways. Making friends. Yeah, everybody <laughs> likes my mom. I gotta start buttering up to Mammy. Mammy, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for being. I just try so hard, Mammy. Just like you taught me to. And uh, Mammy is like, uh, oh, I love you. And then the game's over. And she's like, oh, yeah. I'm a football team owner. Forgot. Pay attention. No, Damn she's it. like, Mommy, I'm going to need a favor. You know the commissioner, right? Uh-oh. Yeah. So. Uh, he likes you. He does. He does like you. And um, so here's the deal. I'm I'm kind of in trouble. And mm-hmm. I got to go up there next week. Uh, would you like to go? Yeah. Okay, great. He, he's- so uh, here's the deal. You got to have dinner with him. Uh-huh. And then you might want to leave the dogs in my hotel room for a couple hours. I uh, know. The dogs go everywhere with me. Why can't the dogs go? Well, I. he says something about he's- taking a picture with his penis in a nightclub. Oh, I've done that before. <laughs> The dogs like that. Pittsburgh, 98. <laughs> okay, yeah. So it might go a little beyond that, but... Um... So is he a kicker or... Because <laughs> I don't do punters. I don't do punters. Only kickers with huge penises. Plus it was okay. McAfee. Maybe she'd go for McAfee. <laughs> okay. All right, so uh, there's a timeout taken with nine seconds left. Uh, coach calls... All right, it's time for Comanche. And everybody's like, not Comanche. No. They can't get him, on it. Just let him do it. Yeah. Oh, boo. <laughs> yes. It's not get on it. It's jump on it. So you blew your own joke. Oh, <laughs> damn it. Uh, oonga, oonga, oonga. Very racist song, but okay. Um, it's kind of good jam. So the Comanche is a QB scramble with a lateral. It's an option. Yeah, it's the option, right? They run the option uh-huh. with a late pitch. Yeah, but designed it's, it's a, to have a late it is pitch. A probably a name it's not for an it. option because option has to take place before the line of scrimmage. Ah, These guys right. are running down the field. It's just a lateral. It's a designed lateral. So this this is Comanche is the name of this play. Yeah, it's a it's a double sweep with a late lateral. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Sorry, it's in my head. <laughs> Jabote, Apache. All right. Yeah, it's not Comanche. It's Apache, Jackie. So you didn't even Comanche. get that part. No, the play is Comanche. I, the song is Apache. I don't even know what's going on right now. <laughs> Are you Sugar guys Hill. this movie? <laughs> Sugar Hill Gang. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. It's the Sugar Hill Gang. Okay, so uh, he pitches it to LL Cool J is what we should say, and LL Cool J runs it out of bounds. So the clock is stopped. There's four seconds to get left, three yards to go. Play action. Uh, gets Oliver Stone vision. And he sees the ghost of football awesome. He sees he, the ghost of football awesome in the lightning. He also freeze frames on Jamie on Beeman's face, mm-hmm. just like awkwardly for a long time and then Al Pacino's face is in his face for a mm-hmm, while mm-hmm. and then their faces are struck by lightning. You know what it is? 
Yeah, did you guys ever see those uh, like uh, high school yearbook photos from like the seventies where you got your face and then your face is looking at your face and like there's a storm behind you? Yeah, but That's this was happening. It was in his face. You're right. Your his yeah. face was Al Pacino's face was Jamie Foxx's cheek. The storm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Jamie like Foxx's mouths were touching. Yeah, Jamie Foxx's <laughs> mouth is just open in this freeze frame, like oh. <laughs> weird uh and then he what he does is something very illegal in the nfl he runs up at the back of his own lineman and jumps yeah, over the line can't do it i don't know if you can do it here because there's no extra points so or maybe there's extra points we just don't see him i think yeah. i think the rules are the same in this league as the nfl it's just this movie is so badly edited that we don't know it but you can't do that it's illegal it's cheating so they Otherwise, don't win yeah, they they lose. Because, or they blow, it, at very least, it's a that's a fifteen yarder. Right? That's it's a fifteen yarder because it endangers the. It's a hazardous to the uh, player safety. So yeah. even before in the before times, that was a fifteen yarder. Right, exactly. But no, in this movie, it's a friggin' touchdown. Uh yeah, they win. Uh, so then, cut to this weird scene where Jamie Fox is standing out in the middle of. No, it's Pacino, and he he's walking out to the to the opponent's field. Yeah, like no, your uh, your ass is on a bus or a plane somewhere. You're your going on back. A bus. You're, he's already got six hookers. Yeah, <laughs> he bought his whole checkbook. Yeah, the the stadium's empty. They've set up for the uh -huh. next practice, so this is like a lot of time has passed, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> and. He's just walking around like do 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 do. Like, no, I'm pretty sure security has been like, get the fuck out of here. Isn't it good to to win a game at home, uh, Coach? We're in Dallas. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're I home. You're from here, right? I don't know any hookers here. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Yeah, you're home. <laughs> you know, uh, let's go find some uh, some of that uh, some of that black people food. Jambalaya. Jambalaya. How'd you like my jambalaya? It was terrible. Let's get some oh. crawdads, because I know that that's what you eat. How's how's your uh, Pontiac? <laughs> Did you see your mom? Can I see your mom? <laughs> His okay. mom, I think, is allegedly in this scene, because there's oh, okay. just some random lady that's cheering repeatedly, and I'm like, is that supposed to be Beeman's mom? I missed that. I saw that, too. She had, like, a purplish okay. hat on. Huh. Yeah, and a flower. It was like, I guess that's, maybe it's a Saturday game because of the wild card round. Uh, and she never uh, comes maybe. to the games because Sundays are for Jesus. All right. Well, this then, but then that doesn't work because the next thing Al Pacino says is, the thing is, like I always say, any given Sunday, you win or lose on any given Sunday, but it's whether you win or lose like a man. So he's saying that it's Sunday. No, he's just. Today happens to be Saturday. Well, then the movie should be called Any Given Today. <laughs> Any, Any given, given football day. Whatever day. <laughs> yeah, because isn't there like Monday night football now and Thursday night football? There's football on every day but Tuesday. Yeah. Uh -oh. In college or, yeah, Tuesday's not football day. On Any Given Day except for Tuesday is because the name of this movie. On Tuesdays, that's the day that they're like, hey, look, you, need, you should spend some time with your family. <laughs> I guess no. they drew the line there. They're like, Tuesdays would be a bit much, right? And they're like, yes, Tuesday would be a bit much. So just that's don't. When, 
I, I guarantee it has nothing to do with that. Uh, that's that was the uh, big before Thursday. Tuesday was the big TV block for the sitcoms before NBC. Yeah, took absolutely. Over the Everything that's wrong with football is because of yep. TV. Yep. That's it's funny. It's funny that, that we uh, came to that conclusion. But no, might Oliver be right. Stone says that in the script. No, I know. But I'm saying like yeah. the, like we're circling back. Oh, shit. Oliver Stone might have been right about everything except for how to make a picture. Um, so now uh, Willie Bean man knows how to win and lose like a man. And he it's funny because coach kind of walks away and then he throws the football at the little practice uh, net and misses by a lot. <laughs> yeah. He was 10 yards shy of hitting nah. that practice net. <laughs> but then he's like, my arm hurts. And then he's Al Pacino has used his disappearing powers. And he got gone. Batman. He got Batman by Al yeah. Pacino. Oh, <laughs> he's just hiding behind the goalpost. Can he see me? <laughs> yeah, because, you know, he, he hasn't walked very fast in this entire movie. No, he never... it's Al Pacino. <laughs> it's like, you okay? Yeah. He's not Batman. <laughs> Did, so, like, the conversation had to end, and then he had to, like, fucking sprint exit, <laughs> right? Like, Run as to the fast goalpost. as he could. He's just hiding behind it. He's just... <laughs> <laughs> Dove behind a bag. He's laying on the ground. He can't see me. This is funny. This is going to be dramatic. Okay, so guess what happens the next week? They lose. I guess. <laughs> no, they got their ass kicked by San Francisco. They say that, but is it the next week? Is it the championship game? Is unclear. I don't know, but they, lo they lose the playoffs, okay? Yeah. They're not going they on. They don't go to the big show. But what's Champions weird is that the movie ends with Jamie Foxx getting ghosted by El Pacino. Uh -huh. Yeah, right. And then it starts the credits. And then it starts the credits. And you're like, okay, the movie's over. And then the credit sequence where they start wrapping things up. So they get beat. Uh -huh. Then we see a press conference. I'll let you take over from here. Well, it's, it, it's an implied, like we all are expecting Al Pacino to make his retirement announcement press conference, which happens frequently. And uh, he's like, yeah, I'm done working here. I've got places to go. And in fact, I'm going to go to Buffalo and I'm taking Willie Bean with me. Bitches. No. New Mexico. New Albuquerque, Mexico. New Mexico could Bitches. not support a football team. Bitches, I'm out. I'm yeah. taking Willie B. It ends like, with no. you, Miami. <laughs> They're like, no, he can't do that. Well, I'm pretty sure he can because, hey, did anybody sign Willie B? Fuck no, we don't want Willie B, but he's taking him. <laughs> no, they tendered him for $2 million and his agent said he was worth five. So Al Pacino gave him five. Right. That, That's, they're, they're like, how could this happen? We're like, you fucking were lowballing his ass. Did, That's how did, it happened. Did you want him? Like, did you talk to him at all? Uh, I mean, everybody would have known. They're like shocked. Yeah. Die was on freaking Colin Hurt just three hours ago. This deal, that guy we were, I pushed down. You, you pushed John, Colin McGin Hurt John C. McGinley or whatever his name is. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I pushed that guy down. He reported that two hours ago. Yeah, yeah. And Cameron Diaz is like, oh, I was busy talking to my mom about how much I like her. I wasn't paying attention, so that checks out actually that she wouldn't know because she's an idiot. She's a terrible general manager. Well, and then she looks like a total dumb shit, right? Because the mayor is sitting there and she's poking uh -huh. at him for money. And we know right. from the Dare Gala that he's 
only interested in the team again because they have now have a black quarterback. And so mm. now they don't have cap and they don't have the black quarterback. And he's there like, I'm not giving you a fucking dime. Yeah. And her mom's like, why do we need a new stadium? And then she goes, because new stadiums. Because new, new stadium happened once. And then every NFL owner was like, cities should pay for these. Uh-huh. And Jerry was like, you guys are fucking dumb. I'm going to build my own stadium. And I'm going to own it. And I'm going to charge for venue as a venue would. And I'm going to make a shitload of money. You stupid assholes. You stupid, stupid assholes. Well, that's why the St. Like- St. Louis Rams went to uh, L.A. Every team, that's the leverage. The Chargers were the same way. They had one of the biggest stadiums in San Diego. And they're like, well, we need a new one. Or we're leaving. And they're like, this is fine. Renovate this one. I mean, mm-hmm. this is the, one of the biggest stadiums in the league. Don't build another one. And L.A. will build this one. And then L.A. built one stadium. And now two teams that they don't like play there. And everybody from L.A. drives to Las Vegas for their new stadium. True. True, true. Okay. Uh, questions. Jackie, you're first. So. Does. I don't know. I mean, like, do we happily ever end after this thing where we think that Vanessa and the steamer get back together mm-hmm. and cap goes on to have a career in TV and Cameron Diaz is somehow able to pull her team back together. And then they have an, or epic- go to jail because is she bad or good? Like, yeah. Like, so if we happily ever after it, right. Steamer and the girl get back together. Steamer and Vanessa get back she- together. Cap goes on to have a TV career. The team ends up rebuilding and being more awesome than it was before. And then they have a, a head-to-head for the Super Bowl against Pacino's team. And then who wins? Okay. Any given Sunday, two. Yeah. There was a plan to have yeah. one. And it was I, I the New Mexico that. team, but no one I wanted could, to watch it. I could see that. Uh, and uh, who would be the quarterback of the Miami uh, Sharks? The Sharks would be in complete shambles. No, Jackie's saying that that's, uh, that's her script for a happy ever after. The happily ever after is that they a, have the Super best Bowl free agency the and the best draft in the history of all sports. Yeah. So their they, defensive leader sure. is dead yeah, for yeah. all intents and purposes. Their uh-huh. quarterback is retired. Sure. Their running back was too expensive for them to keep if they have to rebuild. Mathematically speaking, there is no happy ending for the Miami Sharks. The right, Miami but- Sharks were bad for five years. Uh, in in uh, Sam's world, but in Oliver Stone's world, as directed by uh, Jackie, I I yeah, that's what that's what any given Sunday two would be. Whether you think it's real or not, yeah, Sam, sure, that is what the Hollywood system would churn out. Okay, so and so who would be who would play the quarterback for the Miami Sharks in the Super Bowl against the Aztecs and Willie Beeman? Scott Bakula. Scott Bakula is a terrible decision. <laughs> He was great in Necessary Roughness. Yeah. I was thinking Keanu Reeves. I was thinking Keanu. He did the Remember the Titans, you know. No, no, he did uh, re- The Replacements. The Replacements, okay. Uh, Remember the Titans was uh, Denzel Washington? I don't know. What about Denzel? Why not get Denzel to he's too quarterback old. the... Yeah, yeah he's too old. Then, then the the old man versus the young man, and then they like, you know, do the, the whole, well, you listen to me, young buck, and, you know, I'm looking at you, you're looking at me. Uh, Tom Brady they, they should respect get at the end of it. Affleck. Tom, have you seen Tom Brady act? That guy sucks. And also, yeah. no, you got to have something 
cliche like Denzel Washington. You could have Affleck as Brian Leaf. Brian Leaf. Played by Ben Affleck. Who's Brian Leaf? Not Ryan Leaf. Oh. I mean, that one shot right (laughs) over your head, didn't it? You're like, Brian Leaf? That sounds familiar. I like him better than... uh, Denzel, except for then that's white man against the black man. You're getting some. I see. I'm going back to Denzel. Denzel's Sorry. quarterback of the Miami Sharks in any given Sunday, too. And who uh, wins? Who wins? The Chino's uh, team or the rebuilt camera? The studio. Uh, and everybody else loses, including <laughs> the viewers. Because <laughs> that movie would suck. <laughs> uh, don't care, Jax. Do not care. Yeah, but then. I we- would think. Imagine the list for that one of additional football players that Sam would have to go through. Ollie yeah. would be like, I know that I needed more tight ends. I got four tight ends on the roster now. <laughs> <laughs> well, two teams, he's going to have to have six at least. Maybe yeah, 12 at least six, tight ends. At least, yeah, it's um, probably, yeah, but it, it's exponential. It always, yeah. Um, I don't think she's moving to Albuquerque with him. She moved to Miami with him from Dallas because it's an upgrade, but she's like, Albuquerque? Uh, I don't know about that. Who's she? Because Jackie was like the happy ending. I'm bursting the oh, happy yeah, ending. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is the, what really happens is the sharks are terrible for five years. She goes, Albuquerque, see ya, Willie. Mm-hmm. Willie's arm blows up. Al Pacino is able to coach them moderately to the point that they are capable because it's an expansion team and they're going to be bad no matter what. But he gets them football capable before he retires. I'll do you one better, Sam. Uh she sits there and waits by her phone because this is in 1998 and uh, she's got a landline. She moved out of his apartment or their apartment, never speaking him to him again until that scenario in the nightclub. And he's like, I'm going to call you. And then he gets home and says, I don't know how to call her. I don't have <laughs> her phone number. So she never hears from him again. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have cell phones. There's no social networking back at this point in time. He's got no idea where she is. That's that relationship is over. Give call the phone company for a, a <laughs> listing change that wasn't in the book. Um, excuse. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking uh, for a listing under big ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> We've got twelve. Would you like me to read all twelve of them? <laughs> Actually, I would. <laughs> Okay, uh, Sam, you got a question? What was their record? Well, it's got to be like 10 and 5 all the way after the playoff uh, loss. So 10 and 6. I, you and I are still or unclear 11 and 6, 11 on, and the, eight. Uh, on the games played because the games, the schedule is not indicative of what takes place on screen. You say 18, there's 16 there's games 17 accounted games. for. No, there's 16 games accounted for. <laughs> They start out at the beginning of the movie at uh, seven and six. Then we see one game where uh, Willie B goes in and they win. Then the second game, then they the second game. He doesn't start. The other guy starts. He goes in, wins. He starts and wins two more and then loses the last one. 12 and 6. That's 18, but that doesn't count right on the picture. I think they were, I think they were 7 and 5. So I think they end up at... No, they say they're 7 and 6. They lost three in a row. 11 and 6 is what I think their record is, and then they win a playoff game and lose a playoff game, making them 12 and 7. Yeah. Um. No, 12 and 8. 
because they lost the rainy day. I, they were seven and six at the start of the movie. I promise you. Okay. They, lose they were seven game. and five. They And then they lose that game. And now they've lost okay. three in a row, making them seven and six. What happened to that second string guy? Second string quarterback guy. Like he never shows back up again after he never gets injured. Never shows back up. Yeah. They put him on the practice squad and he doesn't get to travel anymore. Oh, no. I wanted to go to Albuquerque. Uh, anybody got any I have questions? a big question. Okay. okay. Well, I've got the biggest, but go ahead. <laughs> what so. is the story of this movie? Okay. Not a plot regurgitation, but yeah. what is, if you could summarize it in a I, sentence or maybe two, what is the story? I, I asked last movie? week, what's Oliver Stone trying to say? Or what is the moral of this film? Uh, that I, I think we'd have to, we're going to have, we might have to spend some time on this. Um, but let's start with let's start with the the top of the food chain, Christina. She's uh, greedy. She also thinks she knows everything, and by the end of the movie, is has that attitude thrown into her face. Even though she kind of has some redemption because she says she looks over at Al Pacino and says, "I I've forgotten some things, and now you've taught me. You've reminded me of them." And he's like, "Ha ha ha." What well, little do you know? I'm gonna fuck you over. I'm taking Willie B. <laughs> oh no! Um, or is it corruption? Like just everything in in professional sports is corrupted. Like it, it power corrupts absolutely. The the doctor, uh, everybody wanting to play even though they shouldn't. Um, that they I, fuck. I don't know. <laughs> help me! Help me! Okay. Okay. All right, if I'm going to say it, because I got to put my two cents in before Sam tells us his stuff, because it was his question. Uh, sure. I'm going to say it's about greed, mm-hmm. uh, money, and being just 100% self-absorbed. It's all that, about that, me. Yeah, that's not a sports. story. That's not a story. That's not a story. There is no fucking story. The There's only no thing story. this fil- this film says... Football, a crazy business. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's really it. That's the characters it. is do no not resolution. go on any journey. Does anyone have any resolution at any point? There's no resolution uh, between Al Pacino and his wife. He's just kicking uh, it down the road even, to go to New yeah. Mexico. She's in There's LA. nothing resolved for it's any what? character save James Woods, who is fired. And that's the closest thing to a resolution of conflict that happens in this film. The conflicts themselves in the film are basically just who's going to win the game. Mm-hmm. No character has a journey to take. They're all props in a showcase of football madness. Yeah. And he's not wrong. No, he's not wrong. And he did it exactly like he wanted to. But there's no fucking story. There's no fucking story. A team... Goes to the playoffs and wins a game, and that, and then they lose the next week. It's the story of the uh, Bears, no, uh, not the Bears. Uh, who's the uh, Buccaneers before Tom Brady? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So why? <sighs> so why is it then that football movies are so much more exciting than actual football games? Mm. Well, I wouldn't say that. I've seen some pretty exciting football games, and I sure. don't really. My favorite, the only football movie I can tell you off the top of my head that I like, that I absolutely love, is Horse Feathers, and that's a Marx Brothers movie. What about uh, the whole nine yards? 
That's not a football movie. What about uh, the one with uh, Burt Reynolds that got remade later? The Longest Yard? Longest Yard, thank you. I didn't like either one of them. Okay. All right. Jackie? Do you have a football movie that you like? This one. <laughs> doesn't make a this lot of sense, don't... but I do like this movie. I I don't think I don't like it. I also, a problem. I, I also like The Replacements. I think that's a good one. Um, it's not exciting, though. It's not. No, but I, I but I enjoy watching movies about sports. I think more than I like actually watching sports, except for baseball. Like I hmm. really, really like to watch a baseball game, but the football, I'm like, I gotta go take a shit. I mean, like I'm willing to yeah, miss sure. a bunch of the football because you can walk away from it, and it's like, oh, they're still trying to get the fourth down. Like nothing, yeah. nothing fucking happens, and it's super nothing boring. Happens. Yeah, uh, I would. The closest I could give because nobody bothered to find out if I actually liked any football movies. Uh, I would say Rudy, but Rudy's not a football movie. And also, before you even get started, Sam, I know it's not true per se, based off of what Joe Montana said, but it's still a decent movie. I mean, it's just shitty chariots of fire, right? It's still yeah, fun. I don't it's like inspiring. Chari- it's whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's the closest I could get. I don't think I, l- I have a f- football movie that I like either. I don't think there is any good ones. Jackie's crazy. Horse Feathers is great. Well, yeah, but it's silly business. That's not a football movie. It's just them It's being about silly. football. It's about it's- USC football. <laughs> it's them being silly. Groucho Marx has to take it over. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, we got we to gotta wrap this up. So we got the big one. Uh, is this movie nonsensical in the sense that nothing about it makes sense? We cannot figure out. What even takes place as in we did with uh, Wicker Man and Dreamcatcher? Jackie, go. Nonsensical. I think it is nonsense. There's a lot of mumbling talk, a lot of uh, this is happening, but then it doesn't happen. The scores are always fucked up. Uh, There's just too many moving parts to it. And so we've got the medical part. We've got the personal relationships we've got the football part of it and i just don't think that it all meshes it it it's does too, it but yeah but does it make sense no it's too jumbled i can't figure out what it's doing like half can't the figure time. out what's going on okay sam does what make sense mm. does what make sense what is supposed to ma- there's nothing here to make any sense it's a movie without a story that doesn't make any sense <laughs> that does not make sense Okay, I will also say it does is nonsensical. Uh, it is a fever dream uh, <laughs> more than anything. I don't have a fucking clue about anything. Who the ghost the, of God of football? Awesome, seriously, light thunder and lightning. Like no, Ollie. God damn it. There's like Ollie Vision is now a goddamn term in this podcast because it doesn't make sense. So yeah, I, yeah, yep, it's fine. I was I was on the fence about halfway through because I thought it was going to have some cliche sports endings, you know. I mean, it kind of does have some cliche sports endings to the movie, but uh, I was like, I'm not sure if this is going to be nonsensical. But I don't know what the fuck this thing is, which I leads to the last question. Picked it because it was the only thing I think has strong enough nonsense to be a two parter. Yeah. Uh, final recommendations. I'll go first. No, I hate this movie. I would like to bury it in a landfill, uh, and then like build 
a dome around the landfill so that when some kid gets a bright idea like to dig it all up and put it in a museum um there's like booby traps and it just burns all the copies just oh you want some any given sunday they're all gone <laughs> also this piece of earth that we uh dedicated to trash is now an ecological disaster suck it al pacino <laughs> no don't this movie sucks sam or jackie i'm gonna give it a do i yeah, great. I know that it's kind of nonsense, but for whatever reason, I do find it very entertaining. And um, you want as long as I don't spend... think too much about shit, then it, you you it, want you want the listeners to spend two and a half hours of their lives when they could be outside smelling flowers and there's and no flowers. It's taking, shitty outside. Yeah, pictures of it's uh, shitty outside. They should be inside watching even any given Sunday. They, Mm-hmm. Especially if they want to see wieners. I couldn't wieners. tell somebody to do that. Couldn't do that. No. Two and a half hours. You didn't even watch it in one sitting. So what do you know? <laughs> Most of the time I they do, don't have though. to either. True. I guess that's a good point. Yeah. I'm going right. to give it a do. I, I, I do appreciate this movie for its bullshit. I like it. Okay. Sam. I don't know. <laughs> um, it's It's a fucking holy grail of sound design. Um, this, mm. it's as heavily stylistic as any film has ever been. Yeah. It's a total fucking mess. Yeah. I've seen it eight times. So I'm like, I must like it. I watched it twice in the last month. I must like it a little bit, but my only recommendation is if you're a younger person who likes to do drugs, this is a do. Oh man. Yeah. That's a good caveat. I didn't even think about that. If you're a younger person that likes to do drugs, this is a wild fucking ride. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's a good um, call. I but, will put and an it, asterisk under my do or don't. Yeah, that's my do. Because if I feel like you've, if you're of a certain age, if you're around our age, you couldn't avoid this. It was on fucking TV all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was. It flew off of rental shelves. You've probably already seen it. And if you liked it and you want to revisit it under the caveat of seeing how much it doesn't make sense, then go ahead. But yeah, there's a lot of, there's a couple of asterisks do, but it's not like, oh, looking for a fun movie to watch? This probably isn't it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, That's your podcast. Next week on the show, we will be uh, entering the holiday season. Um, We don't know what we're doing because now it's Jackie's pick. Uh, So... We've got some questions to answer that off air, Jackie, because I know what you want to say, but uh, we'll see. Uh, So anyways, uh, catch back up with us next week. Hope you have a great week and get to the chopper.